Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to They Talk, a good game off-season special. We have our season review of the Sydney Roosters. My name is Harvey, joined by my good friend, Lockie. <laughs> oh, That's excellent. it. That's all it's you get. Sunrise. If you are walking your dogs or driving to work at the moment and you've heard, <laughs> heard that cockle deal do, then that is, um, yeah, all the me- more reason to wake up. Yeah. Well, the episode, the the episode releases at 6 a.m. every Thursday. Or every, each day, no, not every Thursday, but each day that this one will be on. They come out at 6 a.m. 6 a.m. This one's exciting. releasing 6 a.m. on Friday. So. Happy Friday morning to you, and if it's morning and that, that cock-a-doodle-doo did make sense, that means you are getting in early. You are one of our first listeners to this episode. So, you know, all of the great info, we, uh, all of the great knowledge we pass on to you, you can, for, the, for a few hours until your friends listen to this episode, you can, you, can, you can tell them all of that stuff and be a real know-it-all. So, mm. good luck to you. How exciting. Yeah. The Roosters, Harvey. Um, I, I I mean, would you do you think Roosters fans would consider this season a success? Well, they just went through so much. They went through so much. They just I think they have to consider it success that they I didn't agree. completely implode. Yeah. Well, I think Boyd- I, to come fifth after all that happened, I think that's a massive success. Yeah. Um, I mean Cordner was always gonna take some time off to begin the season, but the fact that he never came back is pretty insane and he's retired now. I mean, to lose friend in the same season in, you know, a fairly unplanned way, I think all these, you know, dominant clubs plan their leadership succession so far ahead. You know, they've always got it earmarked who could step up and to have that torn apart from the top with, their captain, vice captain, co-captains, both leaving mid-season unexpectedly. It put a lot of pressure and amongst all that, Luke Keary to go down, yeah. to miss out. And he was the one that, you know, was going to step up and um, yeah. control the side along with Tedesco. Who well, co- Coming into the season, you look at who their most senior players are. And if you think about, apart from... I mean, they even lost Brett Morris, who would also be considered, I guess, maybe part of that group. But like, I think he is, yeah. Like Tedesco was the only one in that leadership group that kind of stood the test of the season. Because like Cordner, Friend, Kiri, Morris, Radley spent a lot of time out. Like it was, <laughs> he had a lot of work to do. So it was a very good season from the Roosters and from James Tedesco as well. Yeah, for sure. When you look at what their leadership group, was like at the start of the year and at the end of the year, it was pretty much Tedesco assisted by Jared Maria Hargreaves. Yes. I mean, you'd Jared. have to consider Radley in there as well. Angus Crichton yeah. suddenly becomes one of the leaders in the side. Oh, he becomes their like their lead back rower, you know? Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. He's, he stepped into Boy Cordner's shoes admirably. 
Um, Tupanua had an exceptional season yeah. from a playing point of view, not so much the leadership side of things, but he wasn't in line to be playing 80 minutes every week throughout the season. No, when Boyd Gordon is on the, on the sideline going, you take the first half of the year, mate, get some experience <laughs> under your belt. I'll come back and win, win us the premiership. Ring. <laughs> that was that was a conversation in preseason. And yeah, it did not unfold like that, let alone the, the problem they had in the halves. Luke Curry went down. There was a point where they, they just, Manu had to play in there. Um, Lockie Lamb, Adam Kieran, Drew Hutchinson all got time, along with, obviously, Sam Walker, who had an in- insane emergence as a player. Mm. Um, and at the same time, their hooking stocks just w- went down the drain. Um, Radley was suspended for a lot of the year. Verrill's injured. Friend gone. So it was Marshkey, who came up from, what, being their fourth, fifth-choice hooker. It's insane. Yeah, I mean, absolutely you, insane. Know, you can rattle off all these hurdles that they've overcome yeah um, my brother's a roosters fan and i always go on to him about like how how come the roosters never get any injuries like all the tigers cop so many injuries roosters never have to deal with anything and this year they dealt with all of it in one in one big go and yeah that's it they still came fifth so incredible effort from the roosters um just based on how their ladder predi- how their ladder not prediction how their ladder progression, progression went as the season went on after five rounds they were equal second so right up in that top group by round 15 they dropped to sixth and they end on fifth so um you know the fact they stayed in the top six all year that's another effort in itself um but it shows how high they were if they had a full strength team this year they could have won the comp i reckon well yeah i'll I'll put the question to you if they had their full strength side do, do they beat the Penrith side that wins the Premiership this year? Uh, I, I, what I will say, I probably still say that it would end up being, I think, Luke Keary and Sam Walker as their half combination. And I think Sam Walker needed this year under his belt before he was ready to, to win them a comp. Um, so I'm not sure if they go all the way. Maybe make the grand final. Maybe, yeah. you know, battle really a competitive and make a prelim, you know. Um, I don't. I, I'm going to say no that they wouldn't have. They wouldn't have won. What do you think? I think there was a lot of things motivating Penrith this year, and they were always going to be incredibly hard to stop. But I think if the Roosters had made that grand final with their full roster, which they could have done, I think anything can happen in 80 minutes, and they're they're a winning side with winners in that squad mm. when they're at full strength. So it would have been a very interesting game to unfold absolutely um, oh my god but, uh, thinking yeah. about a roosters penrith grand final with full strength squads from this year that would have been massive 20 mm. 2003 grand final replay as well <laughs> yeah, um, what a dream gets all the all the nerds all the nrl nerds like myself excited um should we get in some fan questions harvey let's do it about yeah. the roosters okay. love to hear some let's do it subhuman scum asks kiri six or seven and who partners him in 2022 probably six outside Walker would be my best read. I'd agree. I would actually, yeah, I'd, I'd definitely agree. Like, you know, there's the argument that Kiri's the more senior player and you could give him the seven, but I don't want Walker to take a back step in his ownership of this team. And Kiri's going to play Luke Kiri football, no matter what Jersey he wears. 
For sure. Um, and so I don't want Walker to be thinking, oh, okay, now I'm the less dominant half now that Kiri's back. Um, so, yeah, for the sake of mindset, I guess, uh, for, for Sam Walker and his development, keep him in the seven. Make it his team. Yeah, I think it's pretty clear Walker's a fairly out-and-out halfback. He's a game manager, really strong kicking game, uh, can exploit the edges really well. And I mm. think if you add Kiri as his halves partner, who's very experienced, a winner, been through his own sort of battles as well with injury and things like that. So he's well-hardened and, yeah, he's one of the best playmakers at picking apart a defence. I think keep them where they're comfortable and hope the chemistry keeps developing. Absolutely. Um, a page called NZL Warriors. So it's not the official New Zealand Warriors Instagram page, although we do wish it was, although it'd be weird if they were asking us questions about the Roosters. It is just a fan page, it looks like. Um, they ask predictions of the Roosters' backline with the signing of Paul Momorowski. Um, Are you, yeah. Well, you you've, you've seen him play a bit more as he's spent some time at the Tigers, but yeah. I think he's so impressive. He has to come into their starting side. I don't think they sign him if he's not going to be in their best 13. No, I think he's a direct replacement for... Josh Morris. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, they've got young centres in Billy Smith and even Joe Suwali um, ready to go. Yeah. Billy Smith's had a lot of injury um, issues in his young career. Um, although, yeah, and they've also obviously got Joey Manu there too. But for yeah. in their strongest, most reliable side, I'd have um, Manu and... Um, Momorowski. Momorowski. There. Momorowski, the thing that he is, is a really good defensive centre. He's the re- It's the reason why Steve Crichton got pushed to the wing um, on the back end of the season for Panthers. Yeah. And it worked. It, it won them the premiership. Steve Crichton has had his issues defensively as a centre. Um, he was able to just focus on his footy on the wing. It led to him getting the, the grand final winning intercept. And Paul Momorowski took care of the inside lane. Um, so... That's yeah, There's no doubt in my yeah. mind why Trent Robinson wanted to get him back. He's started at the Roosters and now he's had training under Madge, under Craig Bellamy, under Ivan Cleary, um, all now premiership winning coaches. So yeah, uh, he's, pre- he's only played for premiership winning coaches, Momorowski. So he's coming back to, to Bondi, a much improved and matured player. So yeah, good signing from the Roosters in my opinion. 100%. Yeah, I think he's there. I know they have other options, but I just don't think, apart from Manu, he's their next best. So. In terms of the rest of the back line, because the, the question does also talk about predictions of the back line, who would be yeah. your one to five if you had to name? name? Well, okay, Tedesco, Tupo, Manu is one, two, three. Yeah. Momorovsky in four. Who's your five? Because they lose... um. They Brett lose Brett Morris. Morris. They lose. Uh, I'm not sure if Matikavali is there anymore. I think he is there for next year. They've also got Joe Sawali. I think it will be Cavallo yeah. and Sawali. I think he'll Sawali. This is will come on to the playing in the wing. I know he's a centre, maybe a half when he gets fully developed. Um, but I think he'll start on the wing. He's a big enough body. The game's a bit simpler out there. Yeah. Lots of superstars of the game have come through that progression of being eased into the sort of middle of the pitch by yeah. starting out on the wing. And I think they could go with Ikevalu as a, as a more trusted pair of hands. He's certainly no slouch, but Suwali yeah. 
I, I think, yeah, they blooded Suwali this year and I want to see him in the st- in the side on the wing round one. I, yeah, now he's got those pesky high school exams out of the way, he can focus <laughs> on the footy. <laughs> That's right. I think, yeah, I think every footy fan wants to see the best of Suwali. You know, he's been a name on the tip of our tongue for a couple of years now, which is pretty insane for a young fella. That's and, right. Yeah, looking forward to what he can offer next year. Absolutely. Okay. Um, Baby Boltana 79 asks, it's a similar question to what we got asked in our last review about the Eels, uh, asked if the Roosters are going to make the top four in 2022. I want to say yes. 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 I'm going to say yes too. I think, Um, yeah. I think they're a bunch of winners and what they've lost in experience this year in terms of the leadership players that have gone, Everybody that's stepped up has gained an experience. Yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, looking yeah. back, while 2021 was a painful year for the Roosters, I think I think they're going to look back in five years with a couple, it, with a couple if not more premierships under their belt, and say, "I'm glad that 2021 happened for this new era of the of the club." Yeah, well, it's sort of being forced upon them a new era, but yeah. they they look strong and well prepared for it. There are very few play or clubs that could have lost their co-captains in a season and the very next year be on the start of a new era. So the Roosters are well positioned. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I think. Yeah. Well, there's... um. There's two more questions, but they're of a similar sort of vein. Um, so I might sort of bundle them into one yeah, one massive on. question from Dildo Baggins 14 and Jack Haup, respectively. Um, if the Roosters' injury toll is tiny for 2022 and after all that they've gone through in 2021, will do they become a premiership threat? I think so. I, I think, think so they, they, they just, as long as Robinson's there, Tedesco's there, and their supporting cast is as you know as good as it is. Mm. Um, they're always going to be yeah. As long as Trent, contenders, I like how you say as long as Robinson's there, it's like he's going to get an ACL and can't coach the rest of the <laughs> well, season. He could move on. It, um, I, I don't think highly he will. unlikely, but yeah, I think it, it's kind of like wherever Bennett goes, success is going to follow. So um, you're comparing Trent Robinson to Wayne Bennett. I think in terms of the influence they have over the club sure um maybe sure. maybe yeah maybe that's slightly unfair um but I, I i do think that he's that important to their premiership success mm, yeah for sure. moving forward as yeah. long as he's there they'll attract big names um and yeah 
put out a, a side capable of winning the comp. Yeah, absolutely. If they don't get any injuries in 2022, they have got the side to win. They can do it. Um, yeah, I, you know, it, yeah, I, it would be very disappointing to see them outside the top four. To be honest, if they mm. if they if they don't have any injuries, obviously, Origin period. Although they have less Origin players now than they once did, um, with the moving on of Cordner and others. I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> and others. Um, but yeah. Yeah, great. Well, if that's it for that's the fan it. questions, that is it. That is it. Uh, we might take a look at their team nucleus. I'm excited so to see this one because pre before we started recording, you were getting excited about this nucleus, or you were saying it's yeah. interesting or something. It's an interesting one. Okay. Um, so this is players signed for three years or more, um, moving forward from 2022 to 2024 at least. And the end of 2024. Those players, yeah, end of 2024, yeah. are Nat Butcher. Luke Keary, James Tedesco, Tupanoa, Verils, mm. Nafahu White, who hasn't played what yet. What was that name? Nafahu. Nafahu. <laughs> never, never heard of. Nafahu White is how I'm going to go. The interesting and, part is I've never heard of this player. I'm sure Roosters mm-hmm. fans who who follow the juniors have, but interesting that he's made their nucleus. That's it. They've Nafahu also White. got Joseph Sawali, although he's only signed for next year with two player options oh. in his favour for the years following. I think that was part of the... He signed it before he was 18 and all that sort of stuff. He had to have options. Yeah. Um, but interestingly, for five years, they've got Lindsay Collins. Yeah, wow. Who is, I think, on the verge of a breakout and they... I've obviously tapped into that. He's been mm. exceptional when he's played. I know he faced his own injury problems this year. I think he had some concussion issues and a foot problem. But he's a Queenslander, like origin rep, just yeah. waiting to happen. Um, oh, he, I'm pretty. He, he did he play? He, he has played. Um, he has quite, played. Not yeah, this. Well, not this year. I think it was the year before when they had like all those. All those. Yeah, the injuries. worst Queensland side ever. Was I it? think. I think he was part of the. <laughs> he worst made the Queens. cut. <laughs> I think he was part of the worst Queensland side ever. Yeah, yeah. 2020, he played played for Queensland. So there you go. But I think, yeah, they, they've really tapped into a winner there. Maybe they're sort of looking at Jared Weir Hargreaves coming towards the end of his career and they need that front rower to take on the leadership aggression that he brings. Mm. I think it's a great signing. Um, I'm not sure the money that he's on. Yeah, well, pretty much. Can't every... imagine the Roosters overpaying for anyone, uh, you know, apart from off the books, under the table <laughs> type of stuff. <laughs> apart from the usual sort of thing. Um, but what do you what do you think of the nucleus? I mean, seeing Tedesco and Kiri there is going to please. I, I think it's amazing. I think it's simply divine. Um, <laughs> I don't. I, I haven't I seen recent extension. I haven't seen Nafahu White play, but they must have some raps on this on this guy. Um, yep. Position? What position's he? Nafahu White. I'm literally going to. I gonna, think he's a middle forward. Doing I a think. live Google search. Yeah, go Nafahu. for it. A second, also, ro- a second rower with plenty of potential. That's how the Roosters website describes him. Lovely. Um, Sam Verrill's on that list as well. He, yeah, we, we talked about the injury problems. You could pretty much bring any name up from mm. the Roosters and talk about <laughs> the problems they face this year. Yeah. Um, but right. with friend moved on now or retired. Verrills has that easy run to the nine jersey, no competition. He should be an 80-minute hooker moving forward. Yeah. And I'm excited to see what he can produce for them because... Yeah, yeah Verrills is Verrills is the man. I mean, it was a, a couple seasons ago uh, when Friend battled injury. Um, in fact, I think Sam Verrills played in one of their grand finals. Um, so he's, you know, he's been 
in the making for a while. This year he had his own injury battles, um, but next year is his first year starting the year as the number nine, and I'm very excited to see what he can do. Yeah, I for li- sure. Yeah, I really like I really like what they're doing around With that full preseason signings. as well, I think for hookers number nines, more than any other position, hookers mm. and halves, the preseason, knowing that you're you're the seven, you're the nine for the season ahead is yeah. so important for their, yeah, how they play that season and the way that the team plays in terms of, they just get so many touches on the ball. It's so important that they're making the right decisions and they're in sync with the players around them and the other spine players. So I think we'll see the best season from Verrills next year. Uh, you know, what? another thing that we didn't touch on, which none of the questions touched on, surprisingly enough, is Connor Watson coming back to the Roosters. Yeah, after great many, signing. After many years at the Knights, once again, like Momorowski, a player who's spent time away and is coming back to the club stronger, more mature, better um and Watson you know in in that in that discussion for the halves uh you know Walker did spend a lot of time towards the end of this year coming off the bench and it worked at times yeah. Watson could see some time in the six next to Kiri um otherwise he'll probably be a 14 with Radley pretty much having that 13 jersey with his name on it um, yeah I think so I think he is locked for that 14 he can cover hooker he can cover half mm. he can cover lock uh I think yeah, he's a great signing for them. I think he'll really relish being back in the Sydney Roosters camp. Yeah. Um, yeah, he could easily step into their starting side and he'll get his opportunities with the injuries and representative players that they've got. Mm. But I just think he's their 14. Yeah. They have lost um, Isaac Liu this year, who played a fair bit of lock yeah. in rotation with Radley. So yeah. whether they well, he'll, consider he'll, he'll... Watson as part of that, although if you play Radley, Verrills and Watson... I know we've seen the progression of smaller forwards playing in the middle, but that's is that too many small forwards? I don't think it is. I don't think it is. Yeah. Like, you know, Radley's a smaller forward, but he hits like a massive forward and he's not That's it. Yeah. And Radley's not even necessarily just another ball playing lock. He's there as like a, a bit of a defensive enforcer, whereas then Watson can come on and inspire a bit of creativity from an attacking perspective. So I think using using them in you know, Watson and Watson and Radley could become a bit of a, a bit of a one-two punch. You know what I mean in that lock yeah, position. Sure. Um, so that's exciting. And, and Watson's got a really quick turn of foot. He's the perfect bloke to have in the middle, not necessarily to make the first hit up, just to make make that supporting run, half break, an offload mm. chance, anything like that. He'll he'll exploit that. Yeah, I think that's two very smart signings from the Roosters in uh, Watson and Momorowski. Um, I'm. Yeah, if I'm a Roosters fan, I'm feeling very optimistic heading into 2022. I think their fortunes, not that fifth is like a low place to finish. I'd give anything to finish fifth, but that's a low fi- <laughs> it's a it's a low finish for the Roosters as far as they're concerned. So, yeah. Um I think I think they've got they've got lots of possibilities coming into season 2022. What is your ladder prediction for them? This is a tough one. I'm going to say third. Okay. Cool. Uh, I've got no clue who second will be in my mind. I'm fairly confident at this point that I'm going to put Penrith as my minor premier prediction. Wow. They're going to back it up. Um, back it up. I with... think so. I think they'll go from strength to strength. I think the Roosters have to improve next year based on everything they face this year. So from fifth, will they go to fourth, maybe up to third? Cool. 
I'm going to say third. Nice. Get ready for this, Harvey. Get Hit ready. Me with for, it. Get ready for this. The the place that Roosters, in my opinion, are going to finish on the ladder in 2022 is first. Wow! First. Wow! They're going to j- leapfrog Manly, South Penrith, and Storm, who all finished ahead of them on the ladder this year. Wow. And I see a fully fit Roosters team just off the back of what they did this year. Sam Walk is going to have a great year. It's going to be yeah. first. What were they doing holding on to Morris and Cordner and Friend <laughs> when they could be the minor premiers? Mate, mate, Storm Storm finally got rid of that dead weight, Cameron Smith, Billy Slater, Cooper Cronk, <laughs> and they finished first this year. So That's it, mate, maybe it's a new era. And the, yeah, the next generation is way better than, than the one just gone. <laughs> and all these future immortals that they keep talking about, getting commentary gigs, coaching Queensland, all that sort of stuff. That's rubbish. That's rubbish. You know, it's, it's the new guys on the block that are going to yeah. deliver the titles and the premierships. That's right. Um, That's we might right. be getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. Cameron Smith and Jonathan yeah. Thurston are never going to be named immortals because they're going to be beaten out by... Reese Walsh, Sam Walker, Jaden Campbell, and um, and Joe Suwali. So yeah, well, it's a pretty exciting time for league fans seeing some of these names coming through. It is, um, yeah, it's awesome. And- the new era is sick. Like <laughs> you know, like honestly, like during the whole period of Thurston, Cronk, Slater, a lot of people were like, you know, these guys are like one in a generation. Like, what's going to happen after this? And now to see like Nathan Cleary, uh, James Tedesco, Tom Trebojevic. Uh, yeah, know, stars of the, the game. Goes on. Really, really, yeah. The stars the of the game. Up, apart from Tedesco is one of the older stars of the game. Like you know, does, yeah, he is you know, now. Trebojevic sure. and Cleary are in their early twenties. Like Tedesco is at the point where he can have an off season and still be considered one of the best players in the in the league because yes. he's built up that credit. Yes. Whereas if Nathan Cleary bombs it next year or Tommy, you know, whatever happens to him doesn't produce as well as he played. Mm. Then Cleary's getting there. Cleary's getting there in terms of credit. He's getting there for sure. Mm. And the premiership goes a long way towards that, like 100%. I'm not saying he will bomb it or he's not going to be considered as good next year by Mm. any means. But they've still got long enough left in their career for it to all go down the drain. Fair. Fair. (laughs) But let's try to keep it positive. (laughs) (laughs) He he could end up being even better. Yeah. Um, No, no, I agree. Um, (laughs) Man, this roosters this roosters review has sparked chats about all sorts of non roosters related things. That's right. Uh, <laughs> well, we might leave it there then. Uh, the roosters, we've both got them in our top four. I've I've got them at the very top. So yeah, exciting. There we go. There we and go. we'll be back next week with our top four season reviews. Very exciting. Very exciting. Lots Getting into the, the juice. Next episode, Harvey, it's your boys, Manly. Wow. I'm looking forward to this one. That's going to be a good one. Get, <laughs> get, get some nice questions in for Harvey. He want He's going to want the episode to go for an hour. So, <laughs> Yes, please. Uh, <laughs> let me chat about them as long as I can. Yeah. All right. Well, mate, I'm looking forward to the fact that the next time we sit down to record, we'll be chatting all about those Manly boys. 100%. And until it's next time. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.